Welcome back, as we once again dive into the strange town known as Everhaven. The townsfolk continue to settle and accept the new lives bestowed upon them by whatever force has brought them to their new homes. But while some continue to mourn and long for their real families, others work tirelessly to care and bond with their new ones. As we take yet another look into the Everhaven anomaly, we will follow an even younger resident, none other than six-year-old Rosie Duff. Our young friend sleeps silently for the first time since she arrived in Everhaven. Taken from her parents, her adjustment has been much harder. And it only gets more complicated. What? Ow! A train? Oh, am I going silly? Our young friend gets up and looks out her window, unsure if her eyes are simply deceiving her or if there truly is a massive passenger train rolling by behind the town park. <gasps> I gotta tell Carrie and Anna! Young Rosie has struggled with being separated from her birth parents, and thus has decided to refer to her Everhaven adopted parents by their names. Carrie! Anna! There's a train outside! A real-life train! Rosie? What are you talking about? Don't worry about it, Annalise. I'll handle this. Come on, Rosie. Let's go back to your room. There is no train. There is! I'll show you! Rosie drags her mother to her bedroom and points to where she sees the train. Look! Look! There are train tracks down there! Right. And hun, where's the train then? Um, well, it, it must have gone already. Look, Rosie, I can't see any tracks. You probably just had a weird dream, okay? Annalisa and I need our sleep, too. Okay? I know you've been struggling to sleep, but so have we. But, but, I saw it. It wasn't a dream. I... Rosie, go back to bed. If there was a train, it would have woken us up. But the only thing that did was you. Sorry, Carrie. No, I'm sorry. I get crabby when I'm woken up. So how about we just go back to sleep, okay? I'll tuck you back in. Okay... Rosie tried her best to fall back asleep, but couldn't help looking back outside, where she was sure she could still see the tracks. Our friend eventually eased back off into sleep until the next morning. Good morning, Rosie. How did you sleep? I slept okay. So, would you like Everose, Haven Puffs, or Everhaven Crunch? Puffs, please. Rosie, is something wrong? It's the train thing, isn't it? Mm-mm. Rosie, darling, sit with us and talk. We think we know why you thought you saw a train. I know, but I wasn't dreaming. I... That's not it, hon. We think we know the other reason. But there is no reason. I really did hear a train. Rosie, you really miss your family, don't you? Yup. Well, we notice you haven't really told us much about what your actual parents are like. And, well, there isn't an easy way to say it, but... Rosie, you don't like us. You're so young, and you must be so confused with everything. But you know that we aren't your parents, and... You probably think you were hearing a train because your mind wants to believe you can just get back to your real family. 
The more her mothers try to tell her what she's feeling, the more frustrated she becomes. That's right, but we think, Rosie, that if we all just try, we could all start to feel like a real family. Mm -hmm. Heck, Annalisa and I have really gotten to... You're wrong! I do miss my mommy and daddy, but I am not fibbing. I saw the train. It woke me up. It wasn't a dream, and I know because my dream was about my real mommy and daddy. Oh, Rosie, honey, dreams don't often work like that. You still could have... You... You aren't... I am not a liar! Rosie, nobody's saying that you lied. Just that your brain is playing tricks on you, and... Ah! Poor Rosie can't take it anymore and runs off into her room. Oh dear, I should... Don't bother. She needs to cool off. We tried. Shortly after, Rosie reappears, ready for school. Is your bag all packed? I'm... I'm sorry for shouting at you. Oh, Rosie, come here. Annalisa gives Rosie a hug. I'm sorry if we pushed you too hard. My dad used to be hard on me all the time, and it made me miserable. I want you to have a good day at school, okay? Okay. Do you know what you'll be learning? Um, Mrs. Dubois still doesn't know what she's supposed to be teaching, so she'll probably just put on movies again today. Alrighty, then when you get back, I want you to tell me all the ways to watch a movie, okay? (laughs) Okay. Bye, Anna. Bye, Carrie. See on. As Rosie makes her way to the understaffed Everhaven Elementary School, she notices a small group of cryptids talking with the Laum across the street, the smaller ones seeming especially stressed. Laum! Hi, Laum! I'm Rosie. Hello, Rosie. My name is Lao Wim, not Laum. Can I help you? A few of the cryptids seem frightened of Rosie and hide behind the Lawam. Sees that. She's very young. She means no harm. Uh, <laughs> I didn't mean to scare you, uh, Lawam. I had a question. You know all about the forest, right? I am the guardian of the forest. I know all that transpires within it. I don't know what transpire is, but okay. Um, last night I heard a train whistle, and I even saw it. But Carrie and Anna, who take care of me, think I was making it up because of my dreams, and they don't believe me. The frightened creatures seem to be eased. Interesting. Rosie. My small friends here came to me because they too claimed to have seen a large machine that was whistling throughout the night. That would match the description of your train, correct? I think so. But if they saw it too, that means it's real, yes? One would assume, though nothing has ever been capable of passing in or out of Everhaven other than us cryptids before. Oh, well, still, if they all saw it too, that means it's real. Um, could I ask a favor? 
What is it, Rosie? Um, could you all come back to the spot after school so you can tell Carrie and Anna that the train is real? They'll believe you, Mr. Lowim, Mrs. Lowim? The Lowim. Yes, I can arrange for that. I believe you must be off for school then. You'll be late. Thank you! Rosie went on with her average school day as her confused teachers attempted to fulfill the vague duties they were given. Rosie was feeling optimistic, knowing that soon as the school bell rang, she'd be able to go meet up with the Lowem and prove that the train was real. Eventually, that time came. Hello again, Rosie. Hi, Lowie. It's the Lowem. May we walk you home as promised? Yes, please. Right. Then, lead the way. Rosie proceeded to lead the Laum and its smaller companions back to her home, while telling them all about her uneventful day. Okay, this is my Everett house. That's what I call it, because it's my house, but only in Everhaven. Stay right here, please. Rosie excitedly runs up to her front door and opens it, calling out for her assigned mothers. Carrie! Anna! Hi, Rosie. How was school? It was okay. Yeah, did you learn anything neat? Yeah, I learned about socks. But I brought some friends. Oh, did you? That's great, Rosie. Are they outside? Or who outside? Rosie brought some friends home from school. <gasps> That's great, Rosie. Tell them to come on in. Uh, what? Okay. Come on in, guys. As Rosie's companions enter the household, Carrie and Annalisa are instantly mortified. Hello, I am. Rosie, did you invite the monsters into our home? No! I brought the Lowie! It's the Lowie. It's, it's a creature. I'm sorry, Lowime, but I don't want you in my house. You need to leave. Ah, as you wish. What? No! Carrie, say sorry! Don't tell me what to do. Rosie, I don't want any of the cryptids in my house, understood? I'm not quite comfortable around them yet, and you most certainly need to ask first. But, no! The Lao Wim is going to tell you that the train was real! Rosie, did you drag that creature all the way here to convince us about that train? Uh, well, maybe? Rosie, there isn't any train, okay? The word of a nine-foot-tall forest guardian is not going to change our minds. But if the creatures are real, why can't a train be? Rosie, because if there was a train, we would have heard it. We would have seen it. Our neighbors would have complained about it. It's not real. It's not fair! Rosie throws her school bag off and runs to her room. She stays there until the evening, leaving only shortly to take some dinner, but refusing to speak to Carrie and Annalisa. Eventually, nightfall arrives, and Rosie falls back to sleep. Mm. Um. Uh. Uh. Ah! <gasps> Train! Unable to mistake what she saw, Rosie immediately scrambled out of bed to tell Carrie and Annalisa what she saw. Carrie! Anna! The train is back! Quickly, you can see! 
Rosie? Rosie, the train isn't real. Let us sleep. But I promise it's real, just... Rosie, enough. If the train is real, why can't I hear it? I can hear it. Just, just come look. That's the problem. I can't hear it. I'm not getting out of bed just to not see it either. Now go back to bed and let us sleep. There is no train. <laughs> there is too. If Rosie, let it go. Head back up to your room and go to sleep. You have school again but tomorrow. But I. <laughs> okay. Our young friend cried on her way back to bed barely able to sleep as the train continued to go by, almost as if it were taunting her. Eventually, the morning came, and Rosie Duff was one upset six-year-old. Morning, Rosie. Did you sleep okay? Hmm. Rosie... Anna, she doesn't want to talk. Let's give her her space. Rosie continues the silent treatment for the whole morning. She doesn't know how to articulate her words to express how upset she feels. Instead, she repeats her morning routine and walks off to school. On her walk, Rosie is saddened to see that her cryptid friends from the day before weren't there. She wants to apologize to them for carrying on his negative reaction. Rosie makes her way to school, and class begins. Hi, Rosie! Hi, Lena. You look sad. My ever-moms yelled at me. Oh, that's no good. Wait, you have two ever-moms? Yup. Wow, lucky. I just have an ever-dad and an ever-mom. Well, I don't have an ever-dad, so it's even. Hmm, no. I want two ever-moms. My ever-dad is kind of smelly. You can have both of mine. They yelled at me, and only because they think I'm lying about... Good morning, class. I uh, think I actually have a lesson planned today, uh, so let's see. This school doesn't have a curriculum, so uh, what do you kids know about Soviet Russia? They're six. They know nothing. Once again, the school day flies by, and Rosie finds herself back on her walk home. Her talks with Lena cheer her up slightly, but she can't help but dread facing her assigned parents. Hi, Carrie. Hi, Anna. Hey, Rosie. How was school? It was okay. About anything interesting? Um, communism. I... Wait, what? <laughs> Never mind, you'll have to tell us later. There's a parents' meeting at your school in half an hour, so we need to get ready. Wait, am I staying here alone? Nope, we found you a babysitter. Hello again, Rosie. <gasps> Lowie! My name is the Lowen. <laughs> okay. We'll only be gone for about an hour or two, but we'll try to be fast so you can get back to your, uh... Time is abstract to me. I am constantly providing my duties to care for the creatures of Everhaven, even when you believe I'm not. Okay. As Carrie and Annalisa exited, the Lowham entered, bending its form into the shape of a deer standing on its hind legs. 
Whoa, louder. My name is the. At the parent-teacher conference, Carrie and Annalisa arrive alongside many other town-assigned couples to converse with the Everhaven elementary teachers. The discussion begins as expected, as the teachers inquire about how the parents are handling raising kids that aren't their own, and don't see them as their parents. Uh, hi, I'm Zara. I'm Eliza's assigned mom, and I uh, yeah, he hates me. I've been trying to be super patient with him, but he's constantly blowing up at me. I've tried to explain that I don't want to replace his real mom, but he can't stand to be around me. Hell, he even wants to go home so bad that now he's yelling in the night about a train. Hold on, your kid is complaining about a train too? It's not just my Benjamin. How many of our kids have been talking about trains at night? Our little Rosie has been raving about that one too. We just assumed she was lying. She said she hears and sees a train, but I looked and there was nothing there. And I can never hear anything. No, me neither. So all the kids are talking about it? You don't think it's something they made up together? No, what would be the point? My guess was that she wants to go home so badly that she's tricking herself into thinking there's a way out. I don't think she or any of the kids have bad intentions. But how is it that they're all hearing and seeing it? Some shared delusion? Well, not a delusion necessarily. What do you all think? Do you think the train is real? Definitely not. I mean, if all the kids are seeing it, maybe it is. The conversation continues, but doesn't go anywhere productive, as the parents remain divided about whether or not they believe they're assigned children. Eventually, the meeting is adjourned, and so Carrie and Annalisa return back to their home. Hey guys, we're back. Hello, Carrie and Annalisa. You know, you don't always have to say our names when addressing us, right? Yes. Right. Well, thanks for watching, Rosie. Was she well behaved? Lowby and I played hide and seek. She's so good at it. Oh, Rosie, I think the Lowem, uh, are you male or female? I am the Lau, guardian of the Everhaven Woodlands. Yeah, okay. Great seeing you, Lowey. <laughs> As the Lauem leaves, Rosie finally begins talking to Carrie and Anna, though the two of them avoid telling Rosie about what occurred during their meeting. Whether or not they feel guilty? Well, my friend, I'll let you interpret that for yourself. The conversation does resume, however, albeit not until Rosie has been sent to bed. We definitely overreacted. Look, she's not really our kid. I don't think we should feel bad for getting woken up every night. Yeah, but we yelled at her so much she wouldn't speak to us this morning, and now we know that she's not the only kid hearing it? Yeah, can't be a coincidence. We're in a magic town, so it could be. Unbeknownst to them, Rosie was able to hear everything they said. Rosie slept soundly this evening ignoring the train when it inevitably woke her. She had a plan. Hi, Rosie. Lena Babina. Do you hear trains at night? The train that goes, ah, woo, every night? Lena, volume. Okay. Bobby? Do you hear trains at night? The train that goes choo-choo 
Bobby, you too. Rosie continued to try and get her classmates' attention as she quickly deduced that they have all been hearing the train. At recess, Rosie gathered her friends to explain her plan. Okay, guys, listen up. Why are you yelling at us? Sorry, <laughs> I saw it in a movie. <laughs> so, we all hear the trains at nighttime, right? Yeah. And you've all tried to tell your ever parents. I have, but they tell me I'm just bananas. And then I start to giggle, and then I forget. I love bananas, but... Wait, no, I gotta focus. No more bananas, Lena. We gotta go find the train tracks. If we find them, then we can show our ever parents. I don't get it. Ugh. Bobby, if we show them the train is real, we will all be able to go on it and go back to our normal parents. Well, I, I like my other parents. My normal dad is rancid and slimy. Well, I'm going. Who's with me? <gasps> me, me, me. I'm your best friend, Rosie, so I'll come. Okie dokie. Who else? Me, me. Rosie proceeded to lead her band of friends toward the woods. The trek was long and dangerous. They crossed exactly one street all by themselves to enter the woods. Rosie bravely led her companions over big twigs and around scary bushes until she spotted a familiar face. Lowie! It's... We're gonna go find the train tracks, but we're kinda lost. Could you help us? It would be my pleasure to assist you and your peers, though I would advise that you lower your expectations. Appearances can be deceiving. What's that mean? Should we find this train, you will likely also find it is not what you would have hoped. <gasps> the train! Hmm. No. Why no? This sounds familiar. Follow along, children. Lowem, what are you? I am the physical incarnation of the forest and the mystical nature of these woods. <laughs> you say funny words. I have an encyclopedic knowledge of approximately the entire human lexicon including modern slang terms. What are slang terms? One that I have recently learned was pog. Pog? Sounds like a pig dog. Do you know a pig dog? No, I don't. We draw nearer. I pray this isn't what I believe it is. What, Lowie? The Lowem and the children turn around a large grove and discover the elusive train tracks and something else even more bizarre. Whoa, whoa, look! The tracks are magical! They move! <gasps> whoa! <gasps> and that's the train! Right there! Lowie! Lowie, we did it! We proved the train! No. Rosie, we debunked it. Debunk? Like when I sleep on a bunk bed at Cousin Lucy? The Lowem stands tall. Its horns glow and its eyes turn pitch black. 
The laughing from within the train settles, and the ground shakes from the loud. Barger devil. Within the train, a face is formed out of the caboose, wearing a mischievous look on its face. Hey, Lowie. <gasps> Talking train! <gasps> Lowie, this is a show I watched. Oh yeah, Tommy the train. This is no train, Rosie. This is Bargerdell. I'll introduce myself, thanks. But yeah, name's Bargerdell the shapeshifter. What's cooking, kiddos? What's a shapeshifter? Let me show you. Bargerdell's train-like body begins rolling towards Rosie as it's engulfed in flames and smoke, producing a near-identical look-alike of Rosie. What's a shapeshifter? Cease this. Bargerdell reverts to his train form, albeit with large insect-like legs. I'm sure these four-year-olds are going to have a lot of questions, huh? Hey, mister. I'm six. Take that. Well, I'm six, too, Mr. Burgerdell. Was it just you making the train noises? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was. Pretty funny, too. Let me spare you the rest, okay? A lot of you humans don't like us cryptids, and it's very mutual. So I thought it'd be funny to pull a little prank, trick the little kiddos into thinking there was a way out, drive their families crazy, and see what happens. Wasn't hard, either. I can manipulate who perceives me. That's why your parents didn't wake up. <gasps> you are a meanie! Bargerdell, let me say this once. You are not to manipulate these humans ever again. Are we understood? Oh, relax. It was just good fun. Sorta. What'll you do anyway? Banish me? The pride in Bargerdell's eyes is washed away as the Lowen grows taller in height, towering over him. Yes. Come now, children. Your parents will begin to worry if we waste any more time here. Goodbye, Bargerdell. Bargerdell crawled back into his cave as the Lowham guided the children back to their homes. They were all noticeably much quieter this time around. Rosie especially can't seem to shake the knot in her stomach. She feels so defeated, but can't understand or perhaps accept why. Eventually, she has returned back to her home, where her parents await for her. Rosie, there you are, sweetie. You can't just go off after school without telling us, okay? Yeah, we were really worried. Where were you? Oh, I went to find the train. Oh, Rosie. It was real, but it was just a creature playing magic tricks. What? Magic tricks? I'm sorry for waking you up so many times. I just... Rosie, don't apologize. We weren't being fair to you for believing a train was real in a place this weird. But hey, you know what does make sense? What? Ice cream sundaes! Rosie's face is suddenly filled with a massive grin, and she runs to hug her town-assigned parents. As the evening proceeds, the unconventional family eventually have proper dinner, and then more dessert. They all feel it. They may be starting to feel like a real family yet. As nightfall approaches, Rosie is put into bed. At midnight, she's woken up by a familiar whistling noise. 
but it's stranger now, more frantic and urgent, almost as if something was wrong with it. But this time, she goes to her assigned mother's room and curls up in their bed. They hold her tight, and for the first time since she arrived, Rosie Duff feels loved.